Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR. Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by two HR professionals who want to help you get through your day by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm one. And this is Feathers. Back again in the saddle. (laughs) All righty. Well, there's been so much HR stuff in the news lately. I mean, there's so many different things coming down, but over the past couple of weeks, there's been one thing that stood out to me, and that is the Restaurant chain Chipotle. 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 You're like, ole, 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 Chipotle, Chipotle. Chipotle. There you go. Okay, Chipotle. There you go. Has has been the forefront of some really, really awful news. And it just makes me... Haven't they had... I feel like they've been in the news for like two years straight. Like it just seems like they're doing idiot shit constantly. Oh, because I thought the exact same thing. So I started Googling uh, Chipotle. Employment law cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it that time. Oh my gosh, uh, they had wage and hour issues, any number of discrimination issues, which we're going to have two more today to talk about. They've had it really, really rough. Uh, I, I don't understand how one company can have this many issues and still be going strong at all. It's like wow. At some point, you, you've got to say we got to. We something's wrong here. We need to fix it. So the first story, I, well, it's like put the, put, they put crack in the food. I mean, to be honest <laughs> with you, it's good. <laughs> I've only had it once. Uh, I, see, uh, yeah. I had to step they, away from. I had to step away a couple times, like step away from the Chipotle, step away from the Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing that I was googling Chipotle was, I guess, a lot of E. coli and salmonella <laughs> issues have come out of there. So I'm like, ah. Oh. Oh, it, you know, there's. I think there's one somewhere, you know, in up in Virginia, not too far from me. But like I said, I've only had it once in my life. But yeah, maybe maybe this will make uh, people think about want, not wanting to go there too much longer. Not because of the food, but because of their HR policies and management issues. So we're going all the way down to Tampa, Florida, for this one. And this is a really interesting lawsuit. And once again, I've said it a million times. If the EEOC actually takes your suit, you're screwed. <laughs> Settle that motherfucker as quick as you can because it's, it means they've got a slam dunk case. They're, they're not going for any gray areas. If they, it, they'll let you give you that right to sue and let you get your own attorney. But when the EEOC takes it, just settle that bitch as quick as you can. So with that in mind, they just settled for $70,000 in damages and other relief to settle a lawsuit filed by the EOC. According to this, a crew person repeatedly made sexually offensive remarks about the body of a female Chipotle service manager, and it's inappropriate touching, including the crew person thrusting his genitals forward towards the service manager's face. After already repeatedly 
reported the harassment to the store management, which I looked up through the case files. Both the man, she's number three in the command at the store. Number two and number one are both females, and the number two in command sort of helped her, but didn't help enough. The service manager, she was planning to report the sexual assault to corporate headquarters. Uh, within three days, she was terminated. So retaliation is is not going to get you anywhere. Even if it wasn't, uh, I read in the case file that they they failed a, a random inspection by a third party. And so they tried to hang it all on this person when actually none of the things that went wrong were had to do with the this number three manager. But it, going back to this thing, going back to my geezer days in the 90s studying HR in college, we were explicitly told at that time, an employee, a subordinate cannot harass a manager. And at that point, I thought that makes perfect sense as the manager should say, knock it off. And it should stop. Because, and that was the philosophy at that time, that a manager has the power to stop it. And obviously here, they did not. So that, that's a whole nother dynamic, being a, a staff harassing a manager. But uh, she reported it repeatedly, and nothing happened. And so that's going to cost Chipotle. Oh, also, while Googling, uh, if you Google, today is August 23rd. If you Google uh, Tampa Chipotle, uh, you will find out they are hiring a new general manager for that store <laughs> right now. There's a job opening for a general manager. I wonder what might have happened there. No, actually, this case dates back to like 2018 or something like that, but the, they just got settled recently. But, oh my God, it, it, someone filing a complaint and you taking zero action on it? What? Yeah, I don't understand that. And and by the case law, they even they, they said that this manager that was harassed was the number three. There was a general manager, assistant general manager, and then this manager where the was the pecking order here. And and I'm I'm not trying to put down the employee who was who was harassed, but what power if you're the number three person to hey. I'm going to write your ass up. What you know? We got to talk about this. This is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. There's a there's got to be something that that manager maybe could have done on their own. I I would have to think. Uh, but still, having reported to the general manager, that that's enough. It's just going back to Penn State football. You know, just because uh, somebody in the university knew, that means the entire university was on the hook. And we all know what happened when when all that stuff started flowing downhill. It was uh, not a pretty sight at Penn State. So it, it's just, it blows my mind that, that things like this can continue to happen. Uh, and I do believe that the uh, employee was also was pursuing a civil lawsuit against some people there. So just so you, so you pose that question, like, how can this happen? It's pretty simple. I mean, are we doing any management training? No, it's very <laughs> apparent in all the things I could have, I literally could have Put a dozen items here when I started Googling Chipotle and employment lawsuits. They, there, there was some wage hour issues. They were they had these apprentice managers that were paid a salary, but only like a dollar or two reg, more than a regular supervisor. Uh, it was the equivalent, and apprentices can't be exempt, etc. So there were some really interesting ones I found, but they, boy, they've had a tough run of it over there. But going back to they need some training on harassment violations. This article is dated August 16th from the Kansas City Star. Now, the first article I read was dated August 8th. 
The second one is dated August 16th. And the acts in this one took place primarily, or the, the capstone of this happened August 9th. So the Chipotle in Lexana, Kansas, was to, they were calling for the firing of the assistant manager who repeatedly harassed and assaulted a feted male Muslim employee who wears a hijab or the Islamic headscarf. So over the past month, the assistant, assistant manager repeatedly asked the employee to see her hair which she responded, she wears the hajib for religious reasons, and which wouldn't remove it. But he continued asking, continue asking. First, why? Why? Let me see your hair. Is that some sort of fetish that I'm not aware of? Uh, I got to say, hey, cutie, let me see your hair. I, I, I don't know. So, as we're two guys here with no hair, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two bald guys talking. To, maybe he was bald. And he was just jealous or something. I, I don't know. I, I don't get hair envy. But anyways, so it, it, this continued on. On August 9th, the assistant manager approached the employee again, and once again she said no and returned to work. However, this wonderful assistant manager then proceeded to forcibly pull the hajib off. Uh, the employee. This was witnessed by the employee's cousin who works the same shift and has faced the same harassment from the same manager and a shift supervisor witnessed the incident. The employee immediately reported it to the general manager and to the regional field manager. The regional field manager responded to her the next morning saying the incident would be dealt with immediately and resolved. The field manager came in the store that morning, had a brief conversation with the assistant manager the employee then contacted the field manager that evening to inquire and was told that he had talked to the assistant manager who now understood why his actions were inappropriate and believes the assistant manager will act appropriately in the future. The employee also filed a, a report about the harassment and battery uh, with the Alexana Police Department. So could this be a hate crime? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some civil rights group out there that'll put it out. I mean, anything can be a hate crime these days. But assault on somebody because of their religion, mm -hmm. yeah. ripping off their, their headscarf. I mean, mm -hmm. why? why? Why do you want to see this person's hair so bad? I've never, I can't think of the most beautiful woman in the world. Let me see her hair. That's, I can't, it, it just doesn't compute to me. But, the whole antic of you look different than me. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm grasping for straws here, but I'm like, why, why? I mean, a normal, tolerable person, you would think, would understand, I'll fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, I'm using logic, and I forget I'm supposed to be jaded. These fucking morons out there, you <laughs> stop grabbing jobs and understand. No, it, it's, it's crazy. And and to think, okay, okay, maybe you're curious. They say no. Okay, curiosity thwarted. Let's move on with our lives. But to repeatedly do it and then forcibly remove it, I got to wonder if there's a chemical dependency issue going on here <laughs> with, with that assistant manager. Is like That makes zero sense at all. But this is what also gets me in terms of the, the regional field manager, whomever it was, came and met with the assistant manager. And it doesn't appear that the assistant manager was fired because he will no longer, he will act appropriately in the future. Well, when it comes to things like that, making physical contact with your employee in that manner, you've, that person's ass has got to be gone. There's no, there's a zero, that is sort of the, right at the 
point of there's no turning back. There's nothing else. There's no, uh, okay, we're going to put you in timeout and you're going to take some training and uh, diverse DEI courses online for us and then you'll be all fine. You know, it's not like... stand in the corner for a little bit. I'll let you know when you can come out and play. Exactly. But when you physically pull the hijab off of an employee, I mean, really, you've got to go. And I can only see... Now, this only... All this happened on August 9th, so obviously it hasn't made it to court or anything, but I'm sure this is something we're going to see more of and more from in the future. But, oh, poor Chipotle. I mean... You know, I pose this question in a, in a very serious tone, but in the sense of we're seeing a labor shortage across our country, like how much more of this crap is going to continue to happen because you're going to hire any Tom, Dick and Harry because you need a person to work. You need a body. Yeah. I mean, you go across like the service industry. Restaurants now are not opening until an hour later or closing hours earlier because mm-hmm. they can't staff either the kitchen or the front of the house. This this shit's going to continue. A, a local restaurant around here made the news because they're not going to be open on Mondays or Tuesdays anymore. Because uh, so everybody can have the same days off because they're sure so, so, mm-hmm. they are so short staffed, and that's that was their solution. Hey, we're going to be closed Monday and Tuesday. Everybody's off those days, and then I guess they work Wednesday through Sunday. But just because of the staffing shortage, and I've seen other things like that. Being that short-staffed and just being in a position where you're forced to hire somebody who wants a job. Hey, here I am. Oh, okay. Oh, not on my show notes. I forget where I was this last week. It wasn't immediately around here. But so I had something that I had never seen before and I was very, very curious about. I passed by a McDonald's somewhere and I don't remember exactly where it is, but on the sign, it said, drive through hiring event. And I'm just wondering, what is that? You pull up the speaker. Yes, I'd like a job, please. <laughs> Go around the number one, window number one for your name badge. <laughs> Come to window number two and we'll get you your hat and shirt. Uh, I, I, I was very curious to see how I, I wanted you know, morbid curiosity to figure out what what is that about? I was like, but that's how desperate some places are right now for uh, and uh, for employees. And there's been any number of restaurants, including franchises that have closed because they can't find employees. So the, the labor shortage is very real. It's it's crazy. Uh, I, I just, I don't understand it at all. But it, then again, I look, you know, I have a 17-year-old son who didn't work this summer, mainly because we took a long vacation and he only, he's out of, only out of school for eight weeks and then he goes back. So if he's gone two of those weeks and didn't make a lot of sense to work this summer. But I wonder how many are the teenagers that aren't working and how many are people that just don't want to work and, and things like that. It's the labor shortage real. And it's not just these uh, entry-level positions. It's, oh, it's every it's, industry. It's every industry, every type of position you have. There's a shortage. There's, you know, I saw an article that there's a shortage of HR position people out there. Obviously, Chipotle knows that story if there's a shortage I mean, of HR. no shit there's a shortage of us because this has been an 18-month uh, group project that's gone sideways about 15 different times. Well, they, they change the rules every few months. Every, uh, no, it's about every day the rules change. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The, this state's making an announcement at 3. This state's making an announcement at 4. This state's doing an announcement at 6.30. And then California chimes in. 
<laughs> and we're giving you now 180 hour, 180 extra hours of PTO COVID coverage that kick in immediately. I mean, yeah, no wonder there's a fucking shortage of HR people. We can't keep up with the shit at all. Like, let alone the normal stuff. And then you're now you're throwing this on top of it. Yeah, we we've all drinking ourselves into a stupor. This might be this might be this might be the one time where that one person who's trying to get in the HR industry who doesn't have an HR background or whatever can actually break in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't going to bring this up, but I'm going to. You know the text I sent you this week. I think so. I sent it to any number of people. So if you're in my little circle uh, of HR peeps, you probably got this. Do you know the text I'm thinking of? Am I going yes. to be canceled for? For bringing it up and saying what I said in the text, am I going to? Hold on, let me see what you actually said. <laughs> How bad was I that time? Um, I think you're okay. Okay, so not on script. I, I saw this online. I'm not going to say where who posted it, and I'm going to do my best to read it verbatim as written. I've been in this company for five years already, and never asked my boss for a raise till last week. I'm the only one that run the HR department and is making less than $17 an hour. Explained to my boss my situation twice already and nothing. I like my job, but I feel like my boss hates me for no reason. For example, I didn't wanted to bring this up, but there is this receptionist lady making the same amount that I'm making and she only been here a year and already received three raises this year. I'm over here with a second job because I can't make it. Now, I hope I <laughs> captured that grammatically. You forgot. Like, there's a lot of ellipses in there. There's a lot of moments yeah, there, there, of pauses. Like, oh, look at this. There's a lot of exclamation points. Yeah. But I, 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 mean, I, I know when I get fired up, I like to add a little exclamation points in there too. But um, All caps and exclamation oh, points. Yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. But I, I sent this to any number of friends, and I, I put the "Am I the asshole?" tag on it, and said, "After reading this with all the grammar issues, maybe she's effing lucky and overpaid at seventeen dollars an hour." <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm sometimes I want to give up, but grammar counts. Your speaking ability, your communication ability counts. I mean, commas, commas save lives. Come to save lives. <laughs> uh, like the old adage, let's eat grandma. Let's eat grandma. Put the comma in the right place. <laughs> yeah. But, it, you know, I'm a judgy little SOB. I'm a Gen Xer. That's what we do. We judge people. But you have to have better communication skills than that to, I mean, to warrant any, wanting Any more. job description says what? Effective, Excellent. effective <laughs> written and verbal communication skills or <laughs> proficient. Yeah. <laughs> Understanding uh, I, future tense, past tense, subject verb conjugation, <laughs> yeah. things like that. I I feel bad for the person, really. I and in sure. some ways I do because they they obviously are frustrated. But I think and it might not be indicative. It might not be indicative of their work product. I mean, I mean, in terms of like their the basic outputs of their. However, their communication skills need dramatic improvement. Or maybe they're like an HRS person and sure. they're, they don't have to deal with the public right. as much. And maybe those communication skills aren't as important. But look at us being non jaded. Trying to I'm, defend I'm trying to give this person the benefit of the, the doubt, but I just. I, you learned it? You learned it how to give the benefit uh, of the doubt? 
I'm trying to learn learned. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Learned. I know. I just having grammar like that, I would have gotten my teeth slapped out by my parents. So uh, I, I don't I don't know. But anyways, that was that was off topic, off script. Uh, <laughs> but, no, we got back to our roots, Warren. We became jaded again. <laughs> yeah, we got back to our roots, jaded. Well, if this doesn't make you jaded, there's nothing on this planet that will. <laughs> and this story actually comes to us today. Jessica Renzi is a was I should say a surgical technologist with Wellstar Healthcare Systems. <laughs> Hold on. Before you go any further, just for the record, my blood is already boiling, and I and I've read this several times, and I'm already like, "Are yeah. you fucking kidding me right now?" I've only on our short show notes. I know y'all can't see it at home. It's only four short paragraphs here, like four paragraphs, maybe eight sentences altogether. And anyways, my, and my blood's boiling. <laughs> this this Jessica Renzi person decided that she wanted to equate getting vaccines to the Holocaust. And so she put on this fake tattoo that looked like the, the the concentration camp tattoos people would get, but instead of numbers of it, spelled out some sort of vulgar phrase. I couldn't find out what it was. As of course, I tried and I couldn't find it online. And of course, Wellstar made the statement, Jessica Renzi is no longer an employee of Wellstar Health Systems. At oh, Wellstar, we, <laughs> we stand strongly against anti-Semitism and da-da-da-da-da. They went on like that. But this, just like that healthcare system in Houston, they made it mandatory for the vaccines. All employees must be fully vaccinated by October 1st. And earlier this week, the health system had about 150 people come to their corporate offices to protest the mandate. Okay. The vaccine people do, do not want to get vaccines for any number of reasons. I can understand that to a certain degree, but you got to make an apples to apples comparison. A vaccine to the Holocaust. We're not in the same universe here. Not apples to apples. We're like apples to, I have nothing to even put it as far away from apples as I can in this type of thing. I'm just, really? <laughs> really? And I will let you go, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm thinking like this person's not employed anymore. I'm like, again, no shit, this person's not employed anymore. Like, I, I, I had a personal anecdote I was going to share, but at this point in time, I'm not even sure if it's even, again, like comparable in the sense of like this person just needs to be, and I don't, and I take this statement very seriously, but this person needs to be punched in the face. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're that much of a fucking idiot to not understand the dramatic effect that the Holocaust had in terms of the numbers, what it did to the community, I mean, it just... I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at loss here. No, I, and you know, you and I have a mutual friend. I think uh, that, or I know we have the mutual friend that is very anti-vax, and some of his Facebook posts and social media posts are, you know, they are what they are. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, but they're not as as inflammatory as he gets. They're nowhere. This, you know, yeah. I sometimes he gets very fired up and I see some of his posts and I get a kick, I get a laugh out of it. Sometimes I then, try to fire him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Poke let's stir that pot. Poke the bear. Poke the bear. <laughs> and then just sit well, back and watch the comments roll in. He is a ginger, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Takes your soul away. <laughs> Sorry. But Sorry it, for all of our ginger listeners. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, but but I can see his arguments, but I I don't follow them. I don't subscribe to them, but they're not, 
not as insane as relating it to the Holocaust. <laughs> he, he's trying to make some fact-based arguments, and he does have some facts behind his information. But Absolutely. and I can respect him for that. But he gets fired up over it, and at least he, at least he's trying to present a logical argument against it. The people that are just thinking that it's against their right or how, whatever their complaint is of being of, of not being vaccinated, I'm like, at least do some research, do some understanding, put some fact, but do something. Than just like I don't wanna. I'm gonna throw a little temper tantrum in the corner. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. No, I. I have I, respect for the people that come out and give me. It's it's like listening to any kind of an argument. Like if you're fact based, or at least be able to eloquently deliver your point, that I will one thousand percent listen to you. I will one thousand percent take in consideration what you're trying to tell to me. But if you're just throwing a temper tantrum or comparing it to the Holocaust, yeah, fuck off. You're not going to win an argument that that way. Period. There's just there's just no way. Mm-hmm. And you're showing your ignorance. And now your name is out there associated with this, just like our Karen from the dog park. Oh yeah, she's going to become unemployable. She's going to be filling that job through the, the McDonald's drive-through soon enough if they will hire her for well, for that. I mean, Chipotle will. Chipotle will. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But sorry, Chipotle. Yeah. I do like your food, though. <laughs> <laughs> but scratch another potential sponsor off the list. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your best comment of the night, Warren. <laughs> but uh, maybe that's the show title. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> well, you know, I I was going to bring this up. Uh, or I wasn't going to bring this up, but. Uh, Feathers and I were considering doing an OnlyFans thing to raise some money for the podcast, but gosh darn it, they 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 got rid of the nudity, so y'all are just going to have to wait somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to find a new way to raise money. Yeah, get me off of this now. <laughs> I'm not associated with that. <laughs> <laughs> but they were going to pay us to get dressed again versus undressed. Yeah, <laughs> I nothing. I'm, I'm done talking now. <laughs> oh boy! So anyhow, this is going to be another shorter episode. But there's just wow, crazy, crazy people out there doing really crazy things. And in all three of these stories, had the people just thought things through that that the first general manager at Chipotle. In Tampa, hmm, my my employee's being harassed. Let me look into this. Let me do something about it. And problem solved. The the manager in the Chipotle in Kansas, hey, um, my employees told me no. I don't want to see it. Let me not rip her hubjeeb off. Or and then this person, hmm, vaccines, Holocaust, yeah, people. Where where do you come up with this stuff? And. If you Google it, you'll find it yourself. There's this is real. We're not making this crap up. It's out there, and I just I just find it un, unfathomable that this happens. Well, you keep thinking the, the common it, sense is common. I it shouldn't be this uncommon. It shouldn't be that people are this stupid. You know, at at some point that there's nothing else to call it but stupid. There ah. Anyhow, I mean, I know I do some stupid things, but jeez. Oh, absolutely. I do. I have done. I will do stupid things. Amen. All the above. <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to get in the same neighborhood, solar system, galaxy <laughs> as some of these people with my, with my stupid things. Usually my stupid things only affect me. 
when I do something stupid, usually they don't affect anybody else. And that, I think that's the big point. All of these stupid people, their stupidity is affecting others. Well, that's all I have for today. Did you have a best practice for I us? Have a best practice for us. All right. In a, in a jaded, non-jaded way, as HR professionals, let's do the simple thing and remind our managers, because they need reminding of this basically every single day, to thank their employees. <laughs> Find some way to recognize them. Find some simple way just to say thank you, because you have no idea how far it will go, especially in the current state we're in right now, with we're seeing such massive people exiting companies. People being mm-hmm. recruited away for signing bonuses, you name it, your workforce. If they're not looking, they're being contacted. So let's just try to stick them in a little bit deeper in terms of locking them into your company. Just say thank you. Yep. Thank you. Tell them good job. It, it doesn't cost you anything. Show your appreciation. The equity hey. you create is, is priceless. Exactly. And the relationships you build uh, are with the, even your subordinate employees. That's mm-hmm. important. So go ahead and just, hey, I really appreciate you coming in on your day off today. It means a lot to me. Oh, I really appreciate you putting in a couple of hours. Oh, thanks for taking care of this for me. Do, do those simple things. It, it costs you nothing. And I think that's one HR practice that anybody can do anywhere, any company, in any situation. And it's not, you know, oh, that won't work here. Oh, it will. So I, <laughs> it'll work. That works anywhere. As I, you know, I, I go on my rants about keynote speakers and such, but you know, they come up with these awesome pie in the sky things. But unless you work in, you know, a certain type of environment, these things don't work. You, they, they're not transferable to anything. But appreciation, thanks, sincerity, those always work, no matter where you go. I agree. So I'd like to thank the Underscore Orchestra for the use of our theme song, Devil with the Devil. And thank you to our great voice artist, Andrew Culpa, for our disclaimer. As always, I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. And we're here helping you survive HR one what-the-fuck moment at a time. Or three what-the-fuck moments in today's case. <laughs>